Stop stretching and doing trigger release on your tight QL or your quadratus lumborum. If that's what you've been doing and the pain is still coming back, it's not going away, I'm gonna give you a very specific strategy that you can use that will beat any stretching and trigger release strategy you've ever done. You're listening to episode 15 of the Fitness for Back Pain podcast. Thanks so much for tuning back in to yet another episode here. Hopefully, these tips you're going to learn today are going to really change your life, give you some opportunity to find some really interesting and easy to implement ways to get more and more relief. Don't forget to get that free guide. Go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain free train to get my complete guide on how you should be approaching exercise your time in the gym without causing more back pain in the process. Go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain-free training. Let's jump in. So I'm going to give you the secrets to overcoming a tight QL, and it's going to be multifactorial. We're not just going to stretch the crap out of it. I'm not going to have you mashing a lacrosse ball into your QL. We're going to back up from that, give you a strategy that is complex in nature, but very simple and actionable for you to follow. The first thing you must do, stop the stretching, trigger releasing, all the things that's making that muscle so mad. If you are constantly pulling and yanking on something that your body sees as something it needs to keep tight and protected, you're only going to make it worse. The stretching, the door jam stretch, and the, and the lacrosse ball jarring might help a little bit, but the tightness keeps coming back. Rule number one, stop doing that. The second thing I want you to do is start creating an environment where it can actually Heal. Part of that is stopping the triggering, pulling, yanking, twisting, but really looking at how you're approaching your life. Are you doing a lot of things that you keep triggering the pain in your QL by doing? Let's audit that. Look at the habits, routines, movement patterns, things that you do throughout your day that you know keep poking the bear of that tight QL. And in how many ways can we modify that, change things around a little bit to create that healing environment for right now? Not saying that you. You can never bend over ever again, but how can we modify it to allow that QL to begin to relax and not be so guarded? Now, the third part to this is building strength. You need to get into the gym and start using exercise to build resilience in these muscles. And it can drive you crazy trying to find out what specific muscle and what angle and how many reps and sets you should be doing, which is why I always suggest take a more holistic approach with your strength training, as in get to the gym, train smart, and your body's going to adapt. In this case here, if you have a chronic tight QL, we're gonna focus on some strength exercises that you can actually do to target that specific area and the opposite side to hopefully bring some relief. The first exercise I like to use when it comes to building strength and resilience to the QL is the single arm suitcase carry. You always want to train the body evenly. So you're going to incorporate the single arm suitcase carry on both sides. You always wanna ask yourself this question, how do I feel? Did it make my pain worse? Did the suitcase carry send me into a massive flare up? No? Okay, then it's not necessarily a bad exercise. Is it neutral? Did it help out? Then we know that we're onto something by using or continuing to use the single arm suitcase carry in your program on a daily, weekly basis. Now the second exercise is a little bit different. What you'll need is a small step up, a curb, a stair, something like that. And essentially we're gonna be doing 
some hip lifts. What you're gonna do is you're taking the affected side, so whatever side of the body that the QL is really tight, really nasty, you're going to hang that side off of this step. So you'll see me here standing on a step here. And what I'm doing is I'm just dropping the affected side down. So my hip is dropping down and I'm kind of getting a stretch on that side. But more importantly, what I'm doing is I'm going to then lift that hip up, just the affected side, as high as I can. What I'm doing is I'm activating that QL. I'm taking it through its full range of motion. I'm not stretching it to try to like release tissue or anything like that. I'm getting a gentle stretch. And after I've stretched that, I'm actually contracting and using those muscle fibers to lift that left or right side of my body up while the other side stays planted on the step. This is a great exercise that you can do on both sides of the body. Sometimes if it's really hard to train the painful side, getting used to doing it on the non-painful side can kind of start sending good signals from the brain to your body saying, hey, this is a safe exercise. We can do it. It's not gonna hurt us. Check this out. I can do it on the opposite side and I feel Fine. That's just a little Jedi mind trick you can do when you're dealing with single side pain. Get your body to relax, let go, and allow an exercise like this to actually be more beneficial. Ask yourself the question, did this make my pain worse? Did it make it better or did it keep it the same? From that data, you can make a smart decision on whether or not this second exercise will be added to your program on a weekly or daily basis. Third exercise, probably something that you won't find yourself doing at a commercial gym because it looks kind of weird, but you can do it at home in your living room or down your hallway or in your own garage. Essentially, they're called butt crawls. And what you're going to do is you're going to sit on your butt, legs straight out, and you're going to crawl your way across the floor, lifting one hip and moving it forward and doing the same thing back and forth. So this lifting, pushing forward, putting down, lifting, pushing forward, putting down, is actually training both sides of the hip, both sides of the low back, incorporating the QL muscles with this exercise. It is not the most common exercise that you see people doing. It's not the coolest looking exercise, but it really isolates this area and really teaches you to activate these QLs, not on just the painful side, but the opposite side. You want to incorporate both sides into movement because there's a lot of reasons why muscles can become tight, can be weak, they can be overworked, they can be an imbalance, as in one side's not working anymore. Not necessarily not working, but it's not working in unison. There's not a balance to each side, therefore one begins to overwork or it just begins to get tight and you have to address both sides. Never just do one side, always train both and you should be good. Ask yourself the questions, is it good? Is it bad? Is it neutral? From there, you can make a decision on adding this to your program daily or weekly. When it comes to an overstimulated or an overtight QL that's been lasting for long periods of time, there is always room to add in some level of gentle trigger release when you are working with overstimulated or just knotted QLs. What I don't want you to do is always start with the stretching and trigger release. Always stretching, always poking at it, always pulling at it, trying to get it to let go, and it's just not going to. If you have a good lifestyle strategy, a desensitizing strategy, 
you are implementing strength work, not just in the QLs, but in the entire body, then we can bring in some kind of gentle trigger release strategy, such as a tennis ball, something gentle. Sometimes a lacrosse ball can be too intense, but you find something somewhere in the middle and you can work up and downstream from where the tightness is at. You can always do this before you do your strength work. But again, it's always the last thing on the list that I want you to be focusing on. If you've already been doing it, odds are it's not gonna magically start working. Instead, take a lifestyle approach, then a strength approach. And if that is still needing a little bit of help, you can experiment with gentle trigger release while you're working through this process. As always, thanks again for checking out this episode and I will see you on the next video.